the holiday season, a time of faith, a time for family, a time to reflect on all that God has provided for us. The holidays should be sacred times for a believer. It is an opportunity to draw nearer to God. The holidays also provide opportunities to share the gospel with family and friends. Today, Scott speaks to us on how to turn holidays to holy days. Though it is the most wonderful time of the year, it is also quite possibly the busiest time of the year. Don't let the hustle and bustle of the holidays cause you to lose focus on the Lord, who is the giver of all good things. In our last study together, we talked about turning holidays into holy days, literally giving God our attention on these special times, making them spiritual moments with the Lord. Uh, the truth is, God is the same every day. The Apostle Paul wrote to a group of people who were divided over the significance of certain days. In Romans chapter 14, verse number 5, he said, One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. The truth is, it really doesn't matter what day it is. Every day is a holy day for those who live in the Spirit. And every day is a day that the Lord has made and graciously given to us. And every day is a day that God desires to work in us and through us. I want to make a statement to you, and I'd like you to meditate on this today, and I'm going to give you some application to it. It is this. For a believer, every day is gospel day. We call Sunday the Lord's day, and indeed it is. Uh, the truth of the matter is, every day is a Lord's day. But dear friend, you can't confine the good news of Jesus to Sunday every day. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every day and every day of the year is gospel day because the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is good news any day that someone hears it. Let me ask you a question. Would you be willing to commit yourself to make these days, these, these holidays, these holy days, would you commit to make them gospel days in your life? Now, if you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, I'm going to tell you, you have to begin by making today your personal gospel day. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 6, verse 2, where he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Let me just tell you, today's your day. Today, God wants to save you. Don't wait for another day. Call on the Lord Jesus Christ now in repentance and faith. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. I tell you, on the authority of the Word of God and from personal experience, it will be the greatest day of your life. And then those of us who believe the gospel already should be so excited to share it with others that we say, look, I'm going to pass it on. I'm going to commit each day to give the gospel. If it's really good news, then shouldn't we be excited about sharing it with somebody? And you shouldn't wait for some evangelistic crusade or some special day set aside by your local church for witnessing, I say again, every day is gospel day. So here are a few suggestions. If you're going to make this day and every day fruitful days for the gospel, the first is this, ask the Lord every morning to make gospel appointments for you throughout the day. Ask the Lord. Now, you can't witness to the wrong person, but ask the Lord to make divine appointments for you. Remember that divine appointments often come in unexpected places and in unusual ways. Sometimes God rearranges your schedule, sends you on a detour, 
That's why you have to live expectantly and stay alert because God has people along the path, along the journey that he wants you to connect with and communicate the gospel to. Jesus said to his first disciples in Matthew chapter 10, verse number 7, as ye go, preach. Now certainly, we go preach, but listen to the phrasing, as ye go, preach. Along the way, look for the divine appointments. So number one, ask the Lord every morning, God, give me someone today. Give me many someones today. Number two, arm yourself every day with gospel literature. You know, even carrying gospel tracts on your person will serve as a reminder to share Christ with others. And they'll help you be ready, armed with the gospel message when you have an opportunity. Even if the opportunity is brief, you'll have the opportunity to plant a gospel seed, to speak a kind word for the Lord, to leave scripture with someone for them to read and think on. So you ask the Lord, you arm yourself, And then number three, attempt each day to have a gospel conversation as early in the day as possible. Here's what I've discovered for me. The earlier in the day I start talking about Jesus, the easier it is to speak about him all through the day. So don't put it off. Don't wait. Try early in the day to begin to initiate conversations about spiritual things. I remember years ago reading uh, the story of D.L. Moody, how he had made a commitment to give the gospel to someone every day. And uh, there were some occasions where he said he got out of bed at night and went back out on the streets because he laid his head down and realized he had failed that day to speak to anyone about the Lord. I wonder, I really do, what would happen if all of us got serious about simply giving the gospel to some soul every day. I say again, every day is gospel day. Now, why is this so important right now? Because over the next few weeks, believers are going to have more opportunities to witness than perhaps at any other time during the year. Did you know that even very secular people tend to think about spiritual things more during what we call the holiday season? Now remember, if every day is gospel day, uh, that's true. That means every day ought to be a day to give the message of Jesus. But don't don't forget this. Some days just naturally provide special open doors for us to speak to people about Christ. And we must not miss those moments. We must capture those open doors. I wonder, how could we all be more effective witnesses in the coming days? A few practical suggestions. One is, don't give a presentation, have a conversation. I think sometimes we've memorized what we're going to say. We try to say it just right. Can I just remind you, nobody gets saved because you say it well. I speak to others as a real person talking to real people about another real person, and his name is Jesus. Stiff, formal, religious talks are not effective in reaching the lost. Stay away from debate and argument. Just have a conversation. Simply, kindly tell others about the Lord Jesus Christ and what he means to you. I tell you, he's enough. The gospel is enough. Another suggestion is this. Don't just recite facts. Tell your story. Now, the truth must be given, but it must be given in a way that demonstrates its power in us. Titus chapter 2 and verse number 10 says, We're to adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. Look, share your testimony. Talk about the love of Christ. Tell them about the goodness of God in your own life. Keep it personal. Then I would say this, don't just talk about church, talk about Christ. It's wonderful to invite people to church events, especially ones where they're going to hear the message of Christ. But don't stop there. Uh, the, The Great Commission doesn't say get them to a church building. It says get them to Jesus. So don't be detoured and don't be distracted into talking about peripheral things 
when it's Christ alone who can truly save them. I would also say this, don't rely on your words, rely on God's word. The power is in the scriptures, not in our ability to persuade. Use the word and the word will do the work. I'm telling you this, if you'll live in the scriptures yourself and then share what God is showing you out of the word of God, it's the most natural way to witness because you'll always have some text the Holy Spirit can bring to your mind. And then I would say this to you, don't just talk to others over the next few days, talk to God. Pray, Lord, give me someone. I pray specifically for lost people that you know. Pray that you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and ready to be used by God at any moment. Did you know it could be that the cold winter season could actually be the best season of the year for planting the gospel seed, for watering it in prayer and harvesting lost souls? Let's do this. Let's pray together that the Lord will make this season the most fruitful season in our lives. May God help all of us to be better witnesses during the final weeks of this year. Look, someday's going to be our last, and every day God gives us on this earth is another gospel day. Ask the Lord to help you be a better witness during this holiday season. And I tell you, it will make these holidays holy days for the child of God. On behalf of the entire team at Enjoying the Journey, we wish you and your family a blessed Thanksgiving and Christmas season. This ministry would not be possible without the prayers, encouragement, and support from all of you. As you turn your attention Godward this season, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, for Thanksgiving and Christmas Bible studies, podcast episodes, and blogs. We hope you will enjoy the journey even during this holiday season.